0: Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is someone I can't wait to introduce you to. Her name is Teresa Hill, and she's here to talk about her delightful children's book, The Wildly Whimsical Tales of Gracie and Sniggles, The Mystery of the Blue Glue, which is the first in the series of the Blue Goo series. Now, Teresa Hill is an amazing person. She's an award-winning hairstylist. She was trained as a competitive figure skater and she traveled a lot. During her town her downtime from traveling, she found herself writing short stories and poetry. She also loved to sketch later in her life after she had decided that she was not going to compete anymore in her competitive skating career, she became good enough that she sold several of her paintings because she was an accomplished painter. When she finished her skating career, she became a film and television hairstylist. This is when she began writing screenplays, I'm amazed at this woman, Her work as a hairstylist is in numerous national and international magazines, and we could name drop all day the number of movies and films that she has worked on. You would recognize the title of every one of them. Teresa, it is such a pleasure to welcome you to Books on Air.
1: Oh, my gosh! Thank you so much for that introduction. Um It's great to be here, and you know i'm I'm really uh, thrilled uh by the fact of uh the reception of uh the wildly whimsical tales of Gracie and Sniggles in the series. I'm very, very uh pleased with um the reception it's received from uh fans.
0: I'm very curious it It came to me one day. Before I started to do an interview, that every book, every book has two stories. There's the story that the reader gets that the author has written and they read, but then there's mm-hmm. always a story behind the book. There's always a backstory. What's mm-hmm. the backstory behind the development of the wildly whimsical tales of Gracie and Sniggle's and the mystery of the blue glue, blue goo? I keep wanting to say glue, but it's goo. <laughs>
1: I know you should read the book. Goodness gracious. I'm telling you, the readers out there, it's, um, it, it's told in uh, rhythm and rhyme. It's very lyrical, um, which is great if English is your second language. It's a great learning uh, um, tool um, to actually learn uh, the, the English language. Um, but it also, I think, engages young children, and it keeps their parents or teachers on their toes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the book, uh, the the series uh, and the characters themselves, you know, we have uh, Gracie, uh, Gracie Pacey, Pacey is her last name, uh, who is seven years old. Um, and then we have Siggles, her best friend, who's a wrinkly Sharpay that wears a top hat and bow tie. And then we have the crotchety old uh, crow, Bob. And Lucy, the pink cat, who's a bit of a diva. And then we have Ziggy, the squirrel, who's just anxiety ridden and full of, you know, he's everything's, you know, doomed. He's always very, very nervous. Um, and then we have Mr. Finkelstein, um, who is a retired wizard who lives next door. So all of these characters were based off of, um, animals that I had growing up. and Mr. Finkelstein actually is based off Susie Finkelstein, who was a dog walker I had for many, many years, who passed on from cancer uh, while I was developing uh, the characters. Um, So uh, what happened was I was actually... uh, um, creating a, what's called in the film and television, I should say television industry, it's called an animation Bible. And you will find any, uh, cartoon that is animation that it's on television. There's a Bible that was built first by the, um, uh, written first, built, uh, by the author. And it's something that you use as a tool to pitch it to studios. And I, was putting this together because coming from film and television you know having written a small body of work and having uh, have a small body of work for uh, of screenplays uh coming from that this industry it was kind of just the obvious path for me to take so i uh created the characters and uh i i wrote the bible i put it together uh including seven episodes and i gave it to uh a um, production company that had it for about six months. And they got back to me, and um, they actually, a uh, very, very big production uh, company, I should add that. Um, they had uh, decided to pass on it, and they ended up closing their children's um, division. Oh. And I know, but the one thing that this gentleman that I spoke to on the phone, he was so lovely. Um, He, uh, they loved the characters. They loved the story. um, And he had suggested, he goes, you know, I, if I could make a suggestion to you, and I was very open. I'm always open to suggestions. And he, he said, you should make this into a series of books. I think you would do quite well with this. Well. Um many years uh, forward of about five um, <clears throat> we 're in a, a, a international pandemic, and everybody is you know on lockdown and you know uh, anybody who um, understands the creative process it 's kind of like that is kind of a golden opportunity because you can't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> I like to get up. Yeah. and Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately many people lost their lives, and that is the, the, the downside of, of what happened and that we all had to, uh, go through that. Uh, but we went through it together and, um, Those of us that survived, um, you know, I'm very grateful that I survived and I didn't come down with COVID. Uh, I did lose some relatives to that dreadful uh, disease, COVID-19. But during the lockdown, I took advantage of it um, being uh, in my my place. And I started to write a a screenplay. um, And the subject matter uh, was racism and it got really really it was it's a very it's a true story and it's a very heavy subject matter and instead of uh you know then we had uh the black lives matter that took hold unfortunately the death i mean it's just you know it was there was a lot going on during that time and i i basically had to take a step back and i wanted to do something a little lighter um, and so I was going through a lot of my files and I came across my characters. And that's when I decided to set that screenplay aside, which I am definitely going to uh, uh, continue doing. Um, but I pulled out these characters and I started writing uh, the books. The mystery of the blue goo was the first. Boo hoo was the second, and my third, which I'm working on right now, is magical mo. And they every one of the the, the series actually deals with a um, an issue that we as a society face and subject matters that are very difficult to uh, sometimes talk about for some people. And um, some people don't want to talk about them, and uh, especially with children, but they're not in your face. And they're gently told, and they are, um, I think, and I have been told by teachers and psychologists, Um, that they are beautifully put, and they are lighthearted. They make you giggle. They might even bring a tear to your eye. Oh, they're Um, so clever. I mean, you're just such (laughs) a clever writer. And I love the fact
0: that in the first book, you use a little bee that's gotten in trouble somehow with the blue goo, and he's Mm -hmm. blue,
1: and now the queen bee won't let him back in the hive. Mm Mm-mm. Because he doesn't match the rest of his fellows he's not yellow and so he's not accepted because because of his color and um it's it is definitely um gently told um it is about acceptance tolerance and friendship and how important all of those things are those three things uh, uh for both adults and children alike you know um to accept and uh, tolerance and friendship, would you share a little bit of the book with us? oh sure sure sure, sure um, okay, so um sniggles has actually where we uh where this uh takes off what I'm going to the passage i'm going to read um sniggles. The uh Sharpay has um, discovered a little bee who was settled on a nettle, and he was crying. Um, and he befriends him and takes him back to the shack uh, where Gracie and the rest are having a snack. So um, this is where I, he is introduced to the gang. Dry your eyes, little Bumble, Sniggles gave him a snuggle. Gracie replied as she stood by his side, Your color doesn't matter. We don't see the blue. We see you. Then Lucy purred. There's no rejection. We're all perfection. Ziggy handed Bumble a tissue and said, don't worry, little bee. We'll get you home. No need to be sad. You're not alone. Bumble dried his eyes and blew his nose. Without a doubt, we'll figure this out. Before you know it, you'll be home in the hive where you can thrive, Bob crowed. That's when Gracie leaned in with her quizzing glass to get a closer look at the blue goo. We don't need to mean to be prying while you're crying, but we need a clue about this goo, Gracie said. The blue goo is the first clue. The rose you sense with your nose where you tied your shoe will be our second clue. Suddenly, Lucy's ears began to twitch in different directions like a periscope on a submarine. I detect noise, she whispered. She poised herself, her tail flicking and flailing. They all froze and leaned in with an ear to hear. Just like <laughs> we're all doing right now. <laughs> you're
0: terrible, <laughs> Teresa, you're terrible. I love it. The oh, book, thank you. Oh, the book is wonderful. And the illustrations... I really mm. like the illustrations. There's usually a, a really special relationship between children's book authors and the person who draws for the, for that person because children's books. I told you this off air, but I'll say it again on mm-hmm. air. Um, children's books are very special, as far as I'm concerned. The authors who write mm-hmm. children's books are unique in that you mm-hmm. you you Thank choose a subject. And then mm-hmm. you have to take that subject and you have to make it interesting for a child. You have to mm-hmm. make it so that they'll do exactly what you have already said. They'll laugh and giggle, and there'll be something about it that will catch their attention. And the mm-hmm. illustrations are often a very important <laughs> part of that. Tell me about the illustrator.
1: I adore her. We have become very, very good friends. Kryn um, lives in uh, Romania, and. Uh, Ironically enough, well, I had developed the characters, um, and then uh, I obviously did a lot of research and was interviewing and talking to different illustrators when I decided to move forward with this, and I chose her because of the work that she submitted to me. It was very whimsical, and that's exactly what my books are, whimsical, and um, she got it, and So we moved forward. I gave her what I had um, and with all of the the main characters and some of the forthcoming characters that are going to be in the the books ahead um, to see, you know, what we could do. And so we went back and forth and back and forth, but she got it and she and she nailed it. I mean, I I just love what she did with with the characters. She took them to the next level you know, uh, and I really am pleased with where we're going with the new characters that we're going to be introducing to uh, everybody soon. So very, very excited about it. The the illustrations are just crazy off the charts good. I mean, they are just so entertaining she just and I put a lot of illustrations in the book the book is completely coming from film and television right I mean a picture tells a thousand stories so you could literally just turn the pages and kind of understand what the story is about and that's what also makes it fun too um is is of course the illustrations and um very very pleased with where it uh where it it where it landed and um on a on the note of uh of Corinne, she you know her country ironically enough um was being invaded by Turkey when she was illustrating this book, a book of tolerance, friendship, and acceptance wow and it was. You know a very um trying time for her and her family, her brother and uh, her husband had to go to the front lines and and fight um, and now their country have uh, their country has opened up her country has opened up the the doors to receive a lot of refugees uh from ukraine and um It's just, you know, it's just, it's interesting. It's just, you know, the the world that we live in Mm -hmm. um, today. And um, I just hope that these children's books actually um, help to, I hope, I hope that they help to uh, guide a child um, and help a child to navigate maybe a difficult situation or um, maybe they connect with a character and that character sticks with them. Uh, maybe the character says something or does something in the storylines that they remember for the rest of their lives. I mean, I have those child childhood uh, stories and books that I will always remember, you know. Um, I think and, we all do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I think we yeah. all do.
1: What age group did you have
0: in mind or do you think would enjoy reading the book?
1: Well, uh, good question. Um, because, uh, I think four to eight is a great, uh, uh, a or great, a great age range, but it's a really fun book to read to children that are a bit younger. Um, mm. uh, the, the books are long. Um, so just a little bit at a time. The second book is in chapters, um, uh, ten small chapters, and then um, I think that depending upon what uh, the reading uh, skill level, you know, is at, uh, it I could also be great for, you know, a nine, ten, or eleven-year-old. Um, you know, I uh, they're they're fun books. I just I I think they're fun. I mean, I, I hope that doesn't sound. No. <laughs> but they're they're fun books. You're passionate about
0: your work. And it comes through in your voice, and I know that we have talked about the book enough so that our listeners are saying, okay, we're going to get this book already. So let me tell you, (laughs) it's available on Amazon. Surprise, surprise. Now, let me give you the full title of the book, and let me spell Teresa's name for you. The full title of the book is The Wildly Whimsical, W-H-I-M-S-I-C-A-L, Tales, T-A-L-E-S, of Gracie, G-R-A-C-I-E, and Sniggles, S-N-I-G-G-L-E-S, colon, The Mystery of the Blue Goo. Now, that's book one. We're going to talk about the other books in a few minutes by Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-S-A, Hill. H-I-L-L. If you put that, The Wildly Whimsical Tales of Gracie and Sniggles, all three books will come up. And you'll see the first one will be The Mystery of the Blue Goo, and you'll see how wonderful the illustrations are and how colorful. Kids will just love these books. Now, I know that some of our listeners don't want to buy books from Amazon just because it's such a big, big, big player in the book market. I know that they're all looking for other places that perhaps they could buy books. Now, you have mm-hmm. a whole bunch of sources on your website, so let's mm-hmm. give them the address of your website and tell them what else is there, too.
1: Oh, I would love to. Um, my website is Teresa Hill. that's T-E-R-E-S-S-A-H-I-L-L dot com um you can go on my website and you can see the different places in which you can actually access the book you can you know a lot of people today uh do buy a lot of things online um but you can take the isbn number off of my website, and you can go into any bookstore local small business, and have them order it for you and It can be delivered to the store or to your home um You can also look to see all the different places uh target Walmart all the different places that also offer this service as well um, yeah so you've got you've got several options there.
0: Now, what else is on your website? I know I looked at it, and there's a big bio of you. And what else will they find there?
1: Um, well, you can actually see the uh, a little bit of both books. You can read some of the reviews uh, that have been written about the book. Uh, you can also read uh, some of the, um, the press release. You can see up-and-coming books that I have uh, lined up. Um, and also, too, you can see some of the charities that uh, are very near and dear to me. I'm a huge advocate. If you guys haven't noticed already, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate for children and for animals. Um, and you're donating. And,
0: uh, I think this yeah. is important for us to mention. You're donating the proceeds yes.
1: of these books to all the royalties, different organizations. All my royalties, all my royalties from the Mystery of the Blue Goo, are going to uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And on that note, I also uh, have donated uh, books to uh, the Ronald McDonald houses where the the families stay for free. uh, St. Jude's also has some other houses, too, that I've also given to where children's uh, parents and families stay for free. And they have libraries there, and I highly suggest any authors that are listening today to donate to those libraries. Um, uh, it's you know I thought since the proceeds from the mystery of the blue goo are going to St. Jude's uh, Children's Research Hospital, um, I should have the books available for the children and their families to read. Um, I also am giving uh, my royalties from BooHoo. To uh, the ASPCA, which is the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, so um, all the proceeds from the second book will be going to to that charity um, as well. I um, I I'm I, I just I really you know I, I give to many uh, which you'll see when you go to my web website. I give to charities. Um, As much as I can. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not a billionaire, but (laughs) I do what I can to uh, help where I can. I think that it's just extraordinary
0: that you're doing that, and I think it's wonderful. That's literally putting your money where your proverbial mouth is, if you'll pardon yeah. the expression. <laughs> now, we've talked a little bit about the other two books. Blue Goo is the first. The second mm-hmm. one is Boo and that's a little halloween theme book that is yes. adorable. I, I sneak <laughs> to peek. You. Yes, I sneak to <laughs> peek at that as well. And yes. I just think you have done... These characters are so clever. I love that it's in rhyme. I just think I don't keep mean to keep raving, Teresa. But if I if I had a kid, a grandchild, um, if I knew someone that was having a baby, what a fabulous, fabulous gift! The three of the books would make, and I know the third one is due to come out when
1: um actually we we are scheduling that to come out uh this summer um the uh, it's, uh, the title is uh the wildly whimsical tales of Gracie and Sniggles magical mo I
0: love that <laughs> title I love that title so yeah. I'm going to ask you one little in-depth question here at the end sure. because I sure. always think it's really 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 important for an author to have the last word about their work, especially when their work is as near and dear to their heart as as yours is. Mm. When our listeners purchase the book, whether they buy Mm -hmm. it as an adult to read to a child as a bedtime story or they Mm -hmm. buy it and give it as a gift to a child so the child will be able to read it themselves, or they're a grandparent and they love to buy those books and and sit down and read with grandchildren. Whatever the case may be, whenever they get to that very last page of The Mystery of the Blue Goo and they finish Mm -hmm. that last page and they close that back cover for the last time, What's the bottom-line message you want the reader to take away and the kids to take away from Blue Goo? Hmm.
1: Um, acceptance, as I mentioned before, of others, tolerance, and friendship, the importance of that, and that we are all perfectly imperfect. And we are all, you know, we all have feelings. Um, And I really hope that, you know, again, you know, the mystery of the blue goo, you know, uh, does deal um, with acceptance of others. And then um, uh, the next boo-hoo deals with facing your fears. Um, And then, you know, it's just they're all basically built on different, uh, like I said, things that, you know, subject matters in which society faces, whether you're an adult or a child. And I truly hope that it helps to uh, help helps a child to navigate any difficulties that they might come across um, in their lifetime, you know, and I hope it sticks with them and you know, share the love.
0: <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that kindness is also another theme that I detected in the books. You have just done a wonderful job, Teresa, and it's been delightful and an absolute pleasure to have you as my guest on Books on Air. Thank you so very much for coming. and well, talking Well, I appreciate
1: with me. it. I, you know, I greatly appreciate you having me. And also too, your listeners can also pick up the book on Um, Apple and um, Audible Um, it's been narrated by Joanne Lee who's from London, England and she does a smashing job bringing the characters (laughs) to life which makes it so much more fun to like turn the page with her so I wanted everybody to know that.
0: Well and you know if you've got a parent or a grandparent or whatever who doesn't have time this would be a wonderful thing to
1: do to get that audio book for the kids. I agree. Yes, yes. No, so I, I just I, I hope everybody enjoys the books, and I'm really excited to see how uh, um, the reception of Magical Mo. That's going to be a delightful book. I'm very excited for this one. Fingers crossed. Yes. Remember, you
0: can find the wonderful book, the wildly whimsical tales of Gracie and Sniggles, the mystery of the blue goo book one <laughs> <laughs> at Amazon and many, many other places. Go to Teresa's website, get that ISBN number, and you can get it from anywhere. It's such Trust a place. <laughs> <dot> com. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. you <laughs> have been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope you'll join me for our next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who we're going to talk to, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening. (laughs)